<laughs> oh, it's on. <laughs> you didn't know. We live, baby. <laughs> it's your show. I'm just DJing. So I got your music, mommy. Oh, you let me know what it is. I got you. Get the party started. Hey, listen. It's your girl, Ill the OG. I got my baby. Melody. And we are Twice, Twice Baked. Hey, but listen, on the bake today, we're going to go ahead and flip it, spin it, do it the way we do it. Today, I'm DJing, and my DJ is running the show because it just kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, why not? All right, so the topic this week is dispensary experiences and what you should expect if you're a caregiver, caretaker, someone other than the patient. Yes, yeah, and speaking to the caretaker uh, perspective. Okay, so my first experience... Jump right in, baby. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and do what I'm doing over here, so don't mind me if I'm a little bit noisy. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> my first dispensary experience as a caretaker, basically, um, you go in, and the first thing they do is check your ID at security. As soon as you go to the door, you get your ID checked. Well, hold on, wait back up a little bit, because how, how do we even have to get in the door? Like, it's got the little secret buzz, buzz, it's got the Oh, oh, yeah, oh, how could I forget? Okay, you so first, first. You can't just walk up first, and pull the door open, right? Yo, no, you can't. You don't just walk up and pull up the door. Like, I, I'll tell you I, how I imagine it, and then I'll tell you how about that. I'll tell you my how I imagine my experience to be, <laughs> then I'll tell you my well, experience. Really okay, yeah, boom, tell the story, Okay, man. so I imagine that you go up to a door, kind of like on one of those weed shows, right. where you just go up to the door, you just walk in, and there's, I expect a security, and the security, yeah, let me check, you. you're a patient, you're, you're a caretaker, okay, let me see your ID, then you go over there and look, we got this kind, they got a whole display set where you got all the different types of buds and the indica sativas and everything candies out and there, gums, candies and, and gummies and everything is just out there like a candy store, like, <laughs> and it just smells like of strong Ooh, weed and there's fumes and it's just, and <laughs> it's weed. like a tropical weed land, like, th- this is how I imagined it. I you did. go into the, then you get there and they show you which one and you pick out what you want and they say, hey, give you what you want. Good time well, playing in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got some good stuff. Bob Marley or something. Yeah. What's going on in the background? That's not what was happening at all, though. No. All right. So what no, really happened? That is not what was happening. Um. So what really happened is... <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. So first thing, you go to the door. No, you can't just walk in. You have to, to buzz it. And they have to let you in. Right. I guess they have a camera or something oh, right to see you. And you come in, security's right there, and they're like, let me see your ID. As soon as you walk, you can't go no further. And so you not one more step (laughs) until I see your ID. See your ID? Oh, you're a visitor. Oh, you're a caretaker. Oh, you're not a patient. Listen, take this sticker. (laughs) Take this sticker, lady. We need to see you with this big old sticker. (laughs) And where is? (laughs) You are a visitor. So you get there, and... Because I am a visitor, they see the big sticker on on my chest. We were discussing which strains that that are going to work for her for for me, pills, right for the patient. And, so you go um, in. Well, wait a minute. Okay, so hold on. So we, you got your sticker. Oh wait, wait, I forgot. Yeah, how could I forget? So then we go up to to give. You have to give your ID yet again to like a reception area or customer service. It's I'm reception. not really sure. Yeah. So you come in through security. They take your yeah. ID and then you walk right up directly. And they first thing they say reception. is ID. Same thing. Let's uh-huh. do it again. Double down. Yeah, ID. Take two. Now you wait for me. Let me see your ID. Then you go to 
let let me see what do you need okay you're this patient okay all right, well, come with me. So now you got the ID. I got the sticker, and, and they say, come we with me. To, well, we went to sit there, right? Oh, no, we had to wait. Seconds. I'm sorry. We had, after we checked in our IDs, we had to wait till they were ready for us. And, I mean, I don't know. How long did you expect that it was going to take when, you know, so from the time you get through security, you get your sticker, you get up, you check in, and they're like, okay, we got you. You're all checked in. Go ahead and have a seat. And, I mean, like, what was the waiting area? Was it what you expected it? to look like so you know once you got through security and you walk in was it like a candy store no it it actually looked more like um like an office like if you're going to an office building or a doctor's office like the reception area it looks very corporate yeah corporate clinical agreed yeah it looks very corporate very clinical not so much clinical it doesn't really remind me of a of a doctor's office per se it reminds me more of a uh more modern contemporary like a like an office office like like where they have a meeting room when you first walk in or they have a boardroom or something like that you first walk in you have the reception area it's this long strip where you got three or four people or well in this case it wasn't one reception they had i think they had two mm-hmm. um or two well, or there three. Was, there's also like back in the back um if you wanted to do like a meeting with the pharmacist so like the first time my very first visit i did a consultation and they had an actual pharmacist my pharmacist um awesome gentleman named mike so, you know, he's, he literally came out of the pharmaceutical industry and kind of crossed over, and now he's working with patients on this side. Um, so there's, yeah, there's extra rooms in the back where you can literally sit down, meet with a pharmacist. They'll go over your medical, you know, what your, what your symptoms are, what your illness is, what you're managing. Um, he was the first person who I talked to, and he, he kind of, when we first got started working on ulcerative colitis, Right. When we were looking for strains and trying to figure out kind of how to go about navigating dealing with this illness through a dispensary. So, yes, there's a long answer, long answer. There's more rooms in the back and the rooms in the back are the consultation rooms. But unless you have a scheduled consultation, you don't you there's no reason to go back there. See, now, again, another thing I wouldn't know if I wasn't a patient. So that's something you're privy to. There are other rooms where they take you and you discuss things with an actual pharmacist to actually see what your medical needs are. So they can go over the things like the strains and what they do, what they're good for, the different benefits, muscles, pain, headaches, um, etc stomach digestive many different different things so the the menu by the way <laughs> okay yeah talk about that because the, the that's, menu you by the way as soon as you walked in right yeah that's mm-hmm. the first thing you see when you walk into the reception area you see you see that that uh actually no correct i'm um, correction after we sat down and they called us then we went to the actual dispensary area where they actually where the product have the is. product correct yeah so we hadn't even got through the again menu. No glass with different buds in it. No, no trees. There, oh, correction. There were trees. They were more like vines. But I think that was just for an ambiance. They were on the wall. I I couldn't see them. I can't. So give a little bit of a a little bit of a forest type thing going on there. They tried, but um, (laughs) basically. So then once we're back there. And we, there's actually a pharmacist is right there available at the end. If you need to have a consultation first time there, they're right there at the beginning when you first walk in. Mm -hmm. And then they have the other cashiers that get the product for you. So then you look at this big menu and it's like ridiculous. Like there's, 
so many different kinds, different uh, growers, different places that they come from, and it's a little bit overwhelming. Well, and here's, you know, I think for us, what we kind of figured out in working on my process is that um, it can be overwhelming because there are a lot of things. I mean, they'll have two pages, the particular dispensary that, that I go to, that we go to, that we use for me, um, can at sometimes have up to two pages of flowers as options to choose. So what we do, and this is actually going to get to this a little bit later in the story, but what, you know, sneak, sneak peek, you know, sneak peek, um, or spoiler alert, what we do is in advance, we do our homework. We do our research, you know, and go look these things up before we get there because, if you're trying to be illness specific when you're medicating, if you're using cannabis to medicate and you're trying to be specific to a particular illness that you have and really drill it down and be very specific about it, you need to know what you're looking for before you get there. You know what I mean? You need to know the properties of what your options are. So like with the particular dispensary we use to restore in Fishtown, they post their menu every single day and it's, you know, and they'll update it every single day. So, and it's not always the same when we get there, they, you know, have sold out of this or that or whatever. Right. Just like any store. Exactly. Like, like anywhere. Store. Sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? They have everything we're looking for. Sometimes not. So, you know, that's a thing, but because we've done homework and, you know, gotten it down to, okay, now don't just have a main list. Cause we've had only one list when we went, you know, went before and that one list, if they were out of one or two things that was on the list in the whole, all the research is blown to hell. Yeah, exactly. It's out the window because we yeah. didn't know how to change. You got to start from scratch. You got to exactly. Start again. So what did we do this time? We had not one, not just one list of what we thought, but a backup list in case they didn't have those things, and then, and then a backup, backup to, to the, the backup. backup. Boom! Right. And a couple extras thrown in there just in case. Just yeah, exactly. Just to make sure that you know we had covered all of our bases. Um, which was just super important because you never know, you know, so, you know, and then we get there and did they have some of the options? Yeah, they had some, but they didn't have them all. Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, we knew what we were looking for, we got there and we were expecting one experience and it wasn't exactly that, but yeah, yeah. right. I exactly. Yes. We, we still got lifted. Yeah. Like we still accomplished our goal. Right. Right, because yeah. we had other alternatives and other options. So just making sure that we we were well prepared before we got there. We had done the homework. We looked at what was on the menu, saw what was there, looked at what the symptoms were that I'm currently dealing with, and decided, okay, these are the best options. And if not that, then this is the next best set, and so on and so forth. So I'm sorry. Let me stop hijacking your show. Continue. Hell. So we get in the back. So we get in the back, and we the first thing. We do. It's, um, I think they mentioned the, the, I, what did they say? Not the ID again. Oh, but uh, that, uh, the, um, discount. Oh, yeah. They verified that, um, you get a discount. So if you, um, depending on what store or what, what dispensary you work with, some dispensaries offer discounts if you're a military, if you're disabled, if you're um, over 65 years of age. Mm -hmm. So it depends on which one you go to. They don't all do that. Right. That just that happens is to be the one that I go to. So I get a discount at the one that I go to. Um, yeah. Right. So they were, okay. he was just confirming 
So, right. So then did you figure out what you want? So we're talking, so we're discussing the different strands, strains that we had talked about before when we did our research earlier, when we saw the menu earlier before we went, so that we can, um, you know, figure out because which ones are going to work best. So first we asked him for what is, well, wait a minute. So after that, let me take you back. So whilst we are talking, um, he then says to be mindful of the words that we are using in in the the dispensary as patient care caregiver, caretaker, whichever you choose to use. I don't know which one would be (laughs) appropriate. Um, Either one is appropriate. You are a caregiver. You are my caregiver. Um, and that makes you a caretaker of a, another person. So either one is actually completely accurate and correct. Are we out of cones? Oh, that's not good. Um, don't mind me, y'all. I'm trying to get my med on. Um, either one is is an appropriate term. It just depends on who's using it and what they're trying to accomplish. Gotcha. To be honest. Okay, so as a caretaker, oh, so as the caretaker, so then the. What I didn't understand is he then said you didn't say anything wrong, but you just got to keep it patient-caretaker um, relationship or the way that you speak about the, the to make sure that the person that is getting the product, the patient, is the one that this is for. So there's no any kind of confusion or you any kind of questions. You, you can't share, share medication. You, that, that's it, that you may like be you sharing your else. meds. Right, like any other medication. Right, absolutely. Correct. Now, mind you, can we just, you know, elaborate a little bit more, you know, just for clarity's sake. So, what he was referring to was um, the original strain that we went in looking for, for me, is a purple strain. I wanted something purple. Right. Um, You know, once again, because I'm trying to medicate a particular symptom, and that just happened to have been the, the regimen I was trying to go for. So... Um, we originally picked, when we looked them up, you know, decided that the best one for me would be, uh, I think it was Kerpel Fantasy. Yeah, that's it. Was the one I was going for, but they were out of that one, which meant we had to discuss and change gears because we had more than one regiment planned out. Right. Just in case. So we went from plan A to plan B, and what he's hearing us discuss is okay love so you remember when we looked up this and and you know what i have to do is because because of the way my memory is now the way you know the way i am not able to recall a lot of things especially in the short term the damage to my short-term memory makes it so that i do rely heavily on your brain when it comes to you know and it's not that I can't remember things, but the way I'm able to remember them without jogging my brain, without someone else, you know, saying something that is some sort of intervention into the process, I will not just off the top of my head recall some things, right? I'll know right. it, but I just won't recall it. So it was that situation. It was, you know, me having a traumatic brain injury and us talking about, yeah, do I remember we did research? Yes, I remember we did research, but that without getting you to, you know, asking you questions to prompt me about the specifics of right. what we looked up, that was pointless information for me, right. i.e. why I need a caregiver, i.e. why Danielle is my caretaker. Then. This is why, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so all of this was kind of evident and obvious. I think what wasn't nearly as obvious was... Um, whether or not the, the young man who was waiting on us was paying attention mm-hmm. to the words that we were using. I, you know, he was, it seemed, 
he was more focused on the fact that we were discussing interacting discussing plan. Treatment plan. we were straight right. out no i mean and and you know not anything that that we try to hide it is mm-hmm. what it is you are my caregiver you know and we do do this together i can't remember this stuff by myself and if you weren't there with me i would have been on my phone texting you asking you the same questions yeah Right? right? Like, that's how it would have gone down, sir. So whether, you know, you know that this is my confidant and, you know, who, you know, the left, left hemisphere of my brain, that, you know, this is the person who, who holds all the, the keys to, to my information. Um, you know, so there was, there was the, I guess, what seemed like he was just doing a, a typical, he's used to having to prompt people in this right. manner. Right. He was trying to give a... Uh, right so it's what it seemed like that he had uh, dealt with that or that is something that is can be an issue or has been an issue so that's why i'm just going to address it right off the rip Mm -hmm. so basically that's what happened but he also said and then he said although you didn't discuss anything there was nothing wrong with what you said there was nothing wrong with the interaction so we like you said it was a patient caretaker and that was obvious and that was apparent but he was just giving us that warning i guess just in case i guess he's that's happened before that happens i don't know all i could say is one it's not smoky enough in here number one (laughs) um so where the heck is a lighter and to me i felt like you know what i mean it was a moment where he felt like this is what was going on (laughs) you know what i'm saying like he thought i was gonna do this no, right, you right, know what I'm right, right. Like to me, this is this sounds. It's like not a, that type of party. No, 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 no. no, no this no. is medical. This it, is medical. Literally, you know what I mean. So, and and the thing about it was, once he, um, you know, began having the conversation, and sorry, give me one second. Yeah, that's better. So once you know, once. I engaged that conversation, um, and I think that's important too to not just. Oh, sorry about that, y'all. I think it's important too to not just um, have people make those types of statements to you, and and to kind of shrink back, like, "Oh, I'm doing something wrong," but to engage them back and discuss literally what is going on. You know, have the conversation that hey, this is my caregiver, hey, she is part of my treatment plan, hey, we are going through this literal legal process right now, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, discussing where you're at in the process, like, you can't be ashamed, you can't act like you're ashamed, um, and you can't put on a false bravado that says, I'm not going to say anything, and I'm still not ashamed, like, you know what I mean? Like, speaking to it openly and honestly, then his entire, um, his entire, um, I don't want to say mood. I don't think that's the right word. Demeanor. But yeah, boom. Yes, ma'am. His whole demeanor changed, right? Like, yeah. it, the whole thing changed. He was like, oh, okay, she's a caregiver. Well, let me add you to it. And you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he went into yeah, a Yeah, he whole... went to, yeah, to add my name to, to the care caregiver. So, you know, when I do get my card that I will, you know. Everything's already inter- yeah. you know, interfaced. He updated it. That, you know, process, I give permission so. that you can speak about my medical things, which is important. Very. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he went through that process. So, you know, it definitely helped, you know, once once he understood the, the purpose of us using the language that we were using. And I guess that's the point that there is the point. The language. The, the language, language that you it. use is super duper important. Like, you cannot let that get away from you, you know what I mean, and it's easy to want to become defensive, 
um, you know, when, when you're questioned, because, you know, there's someone who's saying to us, basically, hey, you know what I mean, I know you guys are sharing this weed, but you can't talk about it because you'll get caught, and if you get, like, bro, Yeah, that's, relax. and that's just not the, the situation, but that was a basis on his, it was, his exactly. response. Well, and based on his experiences, you know, like, yeah, you know, sure. I get it, I appreciate it, that's cool, mm-hmm. um, but I also think it takes, it takes actual patients and caregivers one having these conversations right I also think it's important you know that we're talking about this because I do know other patients that I've worked with that have family members who um you know are there for them are supportive but they don't know anything about cannabis either they've never used it so nor have they you know gone through this dispensary experience to understand what it looks like you know so a common question is hey you know what, I got to go to the dispensary, but, and, you know, one of my family members wants to go with me, but they're not my caregiver. They don't have a caregiver card. Mm-hmm. Can they go? Or that person might just automatically assume, oh, that's a federal thing. That's a, it's a state thing. I can't go in there. I'm not going right, to go. Right, right. And that, that's what I assumed at first. I didn't think I was allowed to go in there at all because I didn't have my card yet, so I feel like, okay, I'm here to help her as her caregiver, but um, I didn't know if they were going to let me in, but they do have a visitor, and if it's, now they have my name, so I'm definitely going yeah, it's to all be... Set. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's much easier. Once again, mm-hmm. that took us having those conversations, you know what I mean? It took us being in that space and not being uncomfortable to discuss what we had discussed prior to even arriving there, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we sat down and instead of saying, okay, well, you know what, they don't have this or this, let's just grab whatever. Like, no, like we took time to say, okay, this is an option, but if we use this and it's not going to work this way on me, it's going to do that. So if we have to change this one strain, then we got to change two or three, you know what I mean? Um, and, and I don't know if other people have those kinds of conversations in the dispensary. I'll be honest. I don't. I, I, I never pay attention to what other people are doing around me like that. You know what I mean? Well, I look at it like this, and it really was treated that way. You know, when you go to the pharmacist and you, you get your prescription for your medication prescribed by a doctor to get a prescription, um, basically you're getting specific things that were prescribed by your doctor for your specific ailments. So you're not supposed to share them because those things that you're being treated for are not the same things that that another person may be treated for. It's the same thing. Exactly. And more specifically, you might be being treated for the same thing, but, but every person is different. So yeah, maybe I've got high blood pressure, hypothetically, maybe I've got high blood pressure and maybe you have high blood pressure too, right? Maybe we both have that same particular symptom, but maybe I'm taking a, a, a beta blocker and maybe you're taking a calcium channel blocker outside of anything else you know what I mean yeah point is there are other things that have to be considered you know what I mean maybe there are other pieces or parts of your health care plan or your treatment plan that say this strain might not be the best strain for you maybe your body just doesn't process the same way my body processes so no I agree with right, you wholeheartedly right. definitely sharing your meds is just not it's no different you know what I mean mm-hmm. you don't know how it's going to interact with someone you know, you don't know that you're going to gain it. So, yeah, treatment plan has got to be completely, totally individually based. And right. that was the conversation that we were having with this gentleman. Like, this is this is for me, sir. Right. This, is, this is a plan based around me and what I got with going on and, right. and how I'm going to fix it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I've also found people who are currently using um, 
medical marijuana when they're using cannabis as an alternative to opioids, pain meds, benzos, um, you know, things like that. They're not necessarily having the success that they want or would like to have, but it's most specifically based on the fact that they're not treating with the appropriate strains and or the appropriate dosing. So dosing it through an edible or vaporizing it versus using an actual flower versus using an RSO oil. There are lots of different ways to consume it. So depending on what you're consuming and how you're consuming it will dictate the end results that you receive, you know, um, so that was a big thing, you know, making sure that we got the right strains, you know, that we, you know, that that particular trip, pharmacy trip to the dispensary, we needed to make sure that because we're dealing with spine pain with me, with my neck, with headaches, um, back pain, things, you know, something that is a very specific thing, you know, that's, that's worrisome, obviously. Right, right. absolutely. So basically overall a good experience. I would say it was it was a good experience I believe for both of us. <clears throat> I believe it was a good experience for both of us. They were in tune to what we needed, very willing to help, you know, whatever you needed is that work for you. We have this, we don't have that, etc. And they run out just like the grocery store and you go to the store like, "Hey, you said you had chicken on a website." And you go there like, "Where's the chicken breast from Purdue?" And they don't have it. It's it's it was pre- very similar to going to this <laughs> It was a grocery market. Yeah, we were yeah. grocery shopping basically. Yeah. But with you with your list. So, we already did the research on everything to see what was going to work best for her care, what is going to help her and what she's particularly right now having issues with. So, that that's based on case by case basis, based on what's going on. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think the other part that's super important, um, if we're talking caregivers, someone being someone else's caretaker, something like that, I think what makes us work really well together is that you pay really close attention to me when, I mean, you, you know, you medicate me. So, you know, because I spend so much time in bed down, not moving, you're my legs most of the time, you know, you prepare my meds, you prepare, my food and dose my food. You prepare my drinks and dose my drinks. You know what I mean? Like that's you. So, and you pay attention to which strains are better or worse, whether I'm better in the morning, whether I need more meds in the afternoon, um, you know, staying on top of my hydration, Mm -hmm. things like that. So I think for caregivers, you know, to be able to then walk into the dispensary, right? It's not just me coming home with a bag full of, hey, this is what we're cooking up now. Right. Because that's, you know what I mean, that's, that's kind of been the experience. So now that we have the ability for, you know, I'm the patient, you're, you're the caregiver, you can go with me and, you know, and we can go in there and while we're there, you can, you can remind me, you can jog my memory and bring me back to, okay, yeah, babe, you know what, that's, that sounds good. But remember this particular thing really helps you with this particular thing. And it's just stuff right. that I don't, I don't notice. I don't remember. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not as aware of. Um, but as my caregiver, you are. So, you know, I think in anything, whether, whether you're going to a dispensary, going to a doctor's appointment, you know, that's something that we talk about in how to be a smart patient is, right. you know, making what sure you, you need, got a what buddy. What questions you need to ask. Exactly. Making sure right. you got another brain there with you. Two brains are always better than one. So, you know, having a buddy with you, you know, having somebody there with you to, to go through that process with you and make sure, you know what I mean? That you ask the questions that you wanted to ask. Right. To make sure that 
um, you know, anything that you might have forgotten, you know, you, you get it all in while you're there. It just makes for a better experience. Yeah, it was a hell of a better experience because we had, like, when you have the backup, we need the backup because they run out of things. Okay, if they don't have this, then we'll get that. So we had a backup to a backup, so we were prepared for, for this, you know. So I, that's why it's important to ask questions, the same as being a smart patient, no matter where you are, what your situation, what type of medication that you need, you do need to ask questions. You yes. need to know what's going to work best for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could not agree more. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, nobody is going to advocate for you the way you advocate for yourself, yourself. right? No one is going to do that. Um, I will say, though, it is important to find good providers that um, are also understanding of the type of patient that you are, understand the level and degree of advocacy that they need to inject into your process. And on that note, what is that there that you're uh, medicating with Oh, now? well, we're talking about it. This isn't even what I want. I might have to put this out and put, pick up something else. This is, hold on, I'm going to tell you what this is. This is um, Crypto Kush, and um, I don't know what. This is a mystery mix. I think it's mainly Crypto Kush, though. I think that's mostly what this is. A little bit of leftover. I don't know what else was already down here in the grinder. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's mystery. Yeah, there's a little bit of a. This is a little bit of a mystery mix. Uh, but I'm about to hop on that Pineapple Express in like 20 seconds. That is, that is definitely happening because you know. Yeah, you got to let them know because they had a whole movie about that. You got to let them know what that's like because we need to know the real story. Like, the real story behind the Pineapple Express. Listen, Pineapple is, expresses that. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Is is that oh wait? Oh, it is that oh okay, okay. me? So the rumors are true. Oh, pineapple pineapple express is something different. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, and I've tried a lot of different flavors, uh, strains. I've um, I've consumed a lot of cannabis at this point. I guess is a, is definitely a, a safe statement to make. Um. And there's only a couple, in my mind, truth be told, if I'm being really, really honest, there are only a few strains that genuinely will jump right out there, you know, for me, that I will remember. You could put a hundred strains in front of me, I could smoke a hundred strains, consume a hundred strains, and I could tell you certain ones just right off the top, no question asked, whether I see it or not. Um, and Pineapple Express, I gotta add to that very, very short list. So Pineapple Express, um, I don't know, it's kind of wild. It is, it's sweet, it's um, earthy, I'm not sure what you need, baby, but go ahead and do that. Um, Pineapple Express is sweet, it's earthy, um, it is a crazy head high, it is a wild bang you in your skull, oh my goodness, what is going on? 
head high, but it is a very clear head high at the same time. So it's a very, uh, very euphoric um, experience. It smells good. It tastes good. You know what I mean? So Pineapple Express is definitely top notch. Great. And what does that help you with? Oh, Pineapple Express for me was, you know, looking for things that are going to help resolve what's going on with my head with the top of my spine. So I'm a C2, C3 herniation. Uh, That's where the damage. Hold on. Let me pull this a little bit. Hold on. So that's a good thing. Mm. Yeah. C2, C3 is right where your head and your skull meet, right? Where your neck and your skull meet. Um, so it's right at the the base of my skull and at the top of my spine. So when that particular pain, when that particular part of my body gets swollen and inflamed and and it becomes painful, the pain spreads up to my head and then all the way down my spine. Mm. So I was looking for something that was, um, you know, a sativa is, you know, what I was looking for. Uh, but I was also looking for a particular terpene profile and pineapple express nailed it to the wall. Um, it didn't do as well with my muscle spasms, which was kind of the point of adding different strains in. Um, I got a cookies and cream that, that knocks that right out the box pretty good. Um, and the cherry diesel has been really good with that as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, you throw some pineapples and cherries together, throw a little flame on it. Pow! You got a whole explosion going on. Yeah, man, on fire. But that fruit cocktail, well, um, and if you've seen the headaches, these type of headaches that she's had or seen her go through these, you would never want to see that happen again. It yeah. will scare the shit out of you. I'm just keeping it real. Cervicogenic headaches, they're, they're kind of wild. They are definitely difficult to manage. And the crazy thing is, I mean, I've had headaches my whole life, but it probably wasn't until, um... Wow, let me think about this. It wasn't until after I ruptured an aneurysm that having headaches was a thing of concern necessarily for me. Um, And it didn't make it so that I was so urgent to find particular strains that would really help me manage what was going on in my skull. So, yeah, we definitely got to make sure we know what's going on in everybody's skull. Um, But bringing that back full circle. So back to the dispensary. So we get through the experience. We come in. Super tight security at the door. Got to buzz you through the double doors. You get inside. You check your ID once. Not enough. Check it again. Good thing. Not a long wait, um, which I thought was pretty awesome. So by the time we sat down, they were telling us to come on back. Go back through a little secret door. Oh, smells a little bit like weed. Not a whole bunch like weed. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I mean, you know, if if you've never been around cannabis at all, it would catch your attention as something different, but you wouldn't recognize it as, oh, this is what weed smells like until later on in life, I think. Um, but, you know, it's it's faint. It's not it's not at all what you would expect. So you get into the big, bright, shiny, all super white weed room that's super clinical, yeah. <laughs> very corporate, you know, and you go to your bud tender or your pharmacist, depending on who. Bud tender, that's what they're called. Bud tenders, yeah, or, you know, or the pharmacist, <laughs> depending on who you're scheduled to meet with. You sit down, you you know, we talked about, you know, what was on the menu based on what we had seen before we got there and what we had researched versus what they had right. in stock. Right. So... Once we did that and we figured out what we were going to get, they, you know, took the list, wrote down the list, what you need, this much of this, this much of that, et cetera. 
So they go in the back somewhere. There's nothing. You can't see anything. There's no uh, window to the back, or there's no, you know. Yeah, like there's, said, no there's no looky Like I said, there's no you. weed in the glass counters. Like there's no <laughs> none of that none of going that. on. It's not like um, it's just a wall with yeah. some vines on it. Not like disjointed. No, or be, don't be fooled. But basically, once you get it, they go back. They come back. They come back with these. Um, I'd say it's very similar to when you go get a prescription filled at a pharmacy. Um, different type of containers, but the they put them in containers that are marked with what is in there, how much of it is in there, what it does, what it uh, not what it does. I'm sorry, but what the ingredients are, the components. Yep. Like CBD, THC, THCA, yep. things it's like that. It's labeled. <laughs> it's labeled. The name yeah. of the flower. What is that called? Uh, when you, genetics. I don't know. When you label the the ingredients. Why are you um, trying to get me in trouble right now? That's a question I do not have the answer to. <laughs> All right. So they put they mark the patient's name. Well, the patient's uh, patient's ID, the patient's information, and they label what's in it. So. You get the whole package just like you would get from a pharmacy, and they put it in a, a bag. You don't see anything. You don't see the bud. They don't open it and show you. It's sealed, completely sealed, so there's you don't see it until you take it home. That's it. Well, I mean, there's, there's a bit more to it. So you, you get your packages. They're completely wrapped. You don't see the – there's no way to see the flower inside no. of them. They're in a box, in a container, in a, in a jar with a seal – you know what I mean? It's like a it's like a crazy labyrinth in a maze with a riddle in the middle. <laughs> You're not going to see what's inside the box. Um, but you get it home, and once you get home, you know, the privacy of your own home, and, of course, everything's labeled do not open in do public. Do not open in public, yeah. All of that. Um, so you get home, you get it in the privacy of your own home, and bing, it's like Christmas. You get to open all these boxes and see what's inside <laughs> for the very first time. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's kind of cool opening them up. Um, I found personally, there are some growers I prefer to other growers. Speaking of growers, let me work on, on growing this, uh, pineapple express a little shorter. Hold on. Um, some growers I prefer to others. Some, you know, do a better job with their flowers than others. I'm not a huge fan of Ilera, I-L-E-R-A. Um, they've got some, they got a great menu, but the flowers that I've seen from them were just uh, unimpressive, personally. Um, but uh, Terrapin, I think is awesome. Liberty is great. Prime Wellness, one of my favorites. Um, and these are all PA growers, local PA growers. Um, so, you know, it's a different experience, but you don't know what the flower is going to look like. Cresco is good, too. You don't know what the flower is going to look like until you literally physically get it home. And then you have the ability to open it and examine it and see it. So, no, it's not like what you, what people see on TV or maybe what they imagine in their head. You don't walk into a dispensary, not in the state of Pennsylvania. I don't know what goes on in other states. but And not in the state of New Jersey uh, prior to when I was there either. So maybe depending on the state, but in the state that we're in currently in PA, you do not see your product at all until you get it home. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that's like, they don't even have, um, to wear like, like a magazine or have it like pictures on the website to mm, where you can mm -hmm. see, do they there have are pictures, pictures on the website? Do they? Yes. There are absolutely beautiful pictures on the website. And actually the pictures well, are about as accurate. Nice. 
as I've seen. Um, and it depends on which, you know, what dispensary you're using, which website, you know, things like that. Uh, Prime Wellness has their own site with pictures of their own flowers. I think Terrapin has their own site with pictures of all of their flowers. So it depends. It depends on who it is um, that you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of pictures out there now. That's not that's not nearly as hard to find. But I mean, once again, looking at a picture versus it's not like going to the grocery store. You want to pick out, you know, the, three the lemons and you right. touch it, pick it up, see which one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even in an enclosed container, you cannot see that flower until you get it home. So right. like I didn't know I didn't like Alara until I got it home and opened the container. And I'm like, ah, mm. I mean, and it did what it was supposed to do, but when you have other uh, growers that are producing the same product on a higher level, better quality, exactly. You know, now there's competition. So, you know, I can choose not to buy from that particular grower, but also like vegetables, fruits and vegetables. Exactly. Well, exactly. Like it's agriculture. It's a crop. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same thing. So yeah, you can decide which ones you want to use. But I also think that speaks to the need for legislation, regulation and taxation that will, you know, give us the ability to then, you know, exactly one of the projects we're working on, get this import export with commerce for cannabis going so that we're not limited to only using the flowers that are produced locally. I should be able to outsource if locally they cannot grow this particular strain, cookies and cream, the way I want to have it grown. If I need to buy it imported from another state, I don't see why that should not be a valid option for legal commerce. You know, I agree. So, you know, that change gears a slightly a little bit, but not at all. Just speaking to, you know, dispensaries and going through that process as a patient um, as a caregiver, I think it's just super important to really understand, you know, what the options are if cannabis is a good alternative for you as a patient, if there is a loved one in your life who does or does not understand cannabis well, wants to understand it better, wants to understand more how this could potentially give them a better quality of life. Mm-hmm. Say that. Right. This is definitely something to consider. Um, and, you know, this is we're at a time where now everybody's doing a 10 year challenge. What you look like then, what you look like now. Um, I don't often do challenges, but I thought that was a great opportunity. You know, it kind of had me scrolling through and taking a look at, you know, what was going on 10, 12 years ago when I started this process in using cannabis as an alternative to opioids, opiates and benzos versus where I'm at and what I look like today. And mm, yes, you know, yes. Just being able to literally, you know, it made me not just put my images side by side, but more importantly put my meds side by side. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome that you get to actually see that. Sometimes you need to see it. Sometimes yeah. people need that stark realization, that stark understanding. This did not happen overnight, you know, being able to use cherry diesel and being able to use um Pineapple Express and Crypto Kush and I don't know any other of the multitude of strains that I'm using now to manage my symptoms from a muscular dystrophy as compared to all of the injections and pills and other for alternative forms of pharmaceutical medication that when you just literally look at just a regular old everyday Wednesday picture of me 
January 2007, 2010 versus January 2019, and I look like a completely different human being. Um, and realistically, I am a completely different human being. I'm much happier. I'm much healthier. I'm in a better space personally, professionally, uh, romantically. <laughs> Life is good. Um, I am thankful. That's awesome. Hey, listen. I'm glad to be here for it. <laughs> there is no this without that. There is no me without you. Um, so, you know, I'm with the nonsense today, yeah. tomorrow, yeah. every day. On that note, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do what we do. Get back to this Pineapple Express. Appreciate you back. No doubt. Appreciate you. I'm your girl. Ills the OG. Nella D. And we, we are, are. going to... Yeah. <laughs> we going what? <laughs> we are twice, baby. <laughs> Definitely. <Clearly>. <laughs> Trash. <laughs>